You're listening to Wood Talk Online, a podcast for woodworkers by woodworkers. Now here are your hosts, Mark Spagnolo and Matt Vanderlist. Take it away, boys. Welcome to Wood Talk Online, episode 51 for February 25th, 2009. I'm Mark Spagnolo. And I'm Matt Vanderlist. And you know what? If you have any comments or questions about something you're going to hear today or maybe something you haven't heard yet, or, well, today, or anyways, though, you can get a hold of us <laughs> one way or the other by dropping us an email at woodtalkonline at gmail.com, or you can pick up the phone and you can leave us a voicemail message at our voicemail. Oh, wow. I totally am really off on that one. Anyways, so <laughs> 623-242-2450. Once again, I was trying to come up with re- something really witty and funny, but we've Definitely established that I have no wit and my humor is pretty much just for me. You know so. what? Sometimes sometimes you knock it out of the park. Sometimes it, it's a, a fly ball to the infield. What are you going to do? Yeah, you know, I'm starting to think maybe it's this chai tea. Maybe it's just starting to make me really relax too much where it's just like <laughs> one of those. I should just read what I always say before. <laughs> or Yeah, just write it all out because ad-libbing sometimes is, is very, very bad. <laughs> it is. <laughs> oh, boy. Well, you know what? Let's jump right into it. Uh, tell me what is on your bench these days, sir. Okay, well, we got a, a little bit going on in, uh, in, in my own shop right now. The main thing that I, I really want to talk about is the fact that I just finally got some of those Wood River hand planes that everybody's been talking about mm. and kind of chattering. And let me tell you something. They, they, they're, they're kind of they're, – they're, I'm kind of impressed to some degree about with them. And really, I, I'm going to do a more of an explanation on this on my own show eventually. But I, I'm more than happy to share with everybody. The main thing is, if you've read the description – have you read the description at Woodcraft at all about these, you know, what they, they say no. you should expect with them? Uh-uh. Okay, well, the first thing they always kind of mention is that, number one, uh, they're ready pretty much right out of the box is what they're saying. And I have to admit, I got home, opened it up, and it's really pretty box that it actually comes in. It's this nice wooden box, and you open the lid, and you pull it out, and once you clean off all the uh, the packing goop, I held up a straight edge to the bottom, and sh- uh, all su- shocking surprises, it was actually almost completely flat. Really? really blown away. Yeah, I mean, they're starting – it was – the ones that I have right now, I got a block plane and a number three, so it's a, a smaller, smoother. But the smoother itself, when I took it out, it was I, honestly I would compare the flatness to being almost as flat right out of the box as my uh, Lee Valley, and oh, so that's what. Uh, what is the what is the advertised flatness on those? With the uh, oh for the the Wood River, yeah. Do they do they state you know plus or minus or you know however many um, thousandths or anything on the the, the soles? Nope, not at all. They're just saying, you know, that it's almost ready. So that's that's where I'm really, really skeptical because I've had a few planes before, especially, you know, not so long ago I went and picked up a, a, a Buck Brothers from Home Depot just for the fun of it. Mm-hmm. And, of course, this is going to be a, a show coming up too where I wanted to just take a look at it. And basically I, I did the same thing. I pulled that plane right out of the box, put a straight edge right up to the bottom of it. And there was just – it looked like a big wave. It looked like – honestly, like a potato chip. It was you know in one spot. It was in another. It was horrible. Oh, and man. this one, when I took that straight edge on that Wood River, I could move it from one side to the other of the sole, and it was nearly perfectly dead flat. So that meant that you know one of the things that was recommended is to lap the sole to get it nice and flat. It's just something that you would normally do with the hand planes before you – especially a smoother – and so I, I did that, and it was dead flat in no time at all. I was really, really shocked about it. I do have a couple complaints, though, uh, which is the the lateral adjuster on it, the mm-hmm. actual little bar that moves it left or right if you want to get the, the blade centered in the mouth. 
it's so loose that when I'm actually planing, it, I think it might be a different feature. It's more like the cowbell feature because it just <laughs> rattles so much. <laughs> really? <laughs> Yeah, it's really, really bad. I mean, you just the slightest movement and it's all over the place. So it doesn't really function very well. And the other thing I noticed is to get it centered, to get the blade dead centered, I had to pull that lateral adjuster in my situation all the way to the right to the point where it's almost like one of those. It 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 it, it almost gets in the way is essentially what happens. So when it's not rattling around during the movement, it's so far hanging over to the right that it's it, it's actually kind of impeding my hand a little bit. And hmm. so... It's it's kind of an interesting situation, but to be honest with you, the blade was excellent. We all know that getting blades right out of the box a lot of times, you got to do a lot of work on the backside to get them nice and flat, except sure. if you get a premium blade. This one took it out of the box, a uh, couple of passes on the stone just to see what the initial flatness is on it. And honestly, I think it took maybe five minutes to get the uh, the back lapped nice and flat. So I have to admit the blade is really, really excellent, and it's really thick. That whole thing with the lateral adjuster and then also the mouth was really, really rough. So obviously if you're using this as a dedicated smoother, you want to use this as your near to last passes with a rough mouth, you could potentially have some problems with it. Mm -hmm. But, you know, again, when I lapped it, cleaned it up nice and it's not so bad. So I'm not too worried about it. So overall impression at this point, very impressed. Well, considering the price point, you know, you got to expect to do a little bit of work. You know, you're not paying hundreds of dollars for this thing. So, uh, right. you know, a couple minutes of a time investment to get a, a, a good user plane that's going to perform well for you, that's that's not too bad. No, not at all. I mean, the, a similar sized one from Lee Valley and also from Lee Nielsen, they're coming in about, um, what I think it was about 200 250 something like that and this mm -hmm. is coming in for the number three and I think the number four is only about $20 more or something. Uh, I think it was like... Um, 120 130 i probably should have done my homework before i came on so <laughs> but yeah you, you're getting a, a really decent user plane and um you know like i said pretty impressed with it the other thing that i must mention is that they advertise that the sides are square to the sole i found only one side to actually be square the other one I'm not sure what square they were using. Probably one of my original <laughs> ones that I had. But you know what I mean? Right. So right. that that might be the only other thing that's a little misleading. But um, yeah, the initial impression, I, I, I would recommend it. The other thing I know that a lot of people have a problem with it is um, it's made in China. So yes. that might be the only other situation that could be a downfall. So yeah, take it for what it's worth. So all right. So moving on from hand planes, one other thing I had that I think is big news for me because I've never taken such a step like this. I tried out some real, honest-to-goodness, decent plywood. I bought this from my, my hardwood dealer. Mm -hmm. Holy crap. Oh, my God. What the heck? Why, why didn't I ever do this beforehand? I'm in the middle of building a project right now, and I was using some – I needed some cherry plywood. So I'm like, well, obviously, I'm not going to get to the home center. So I went to the, uh, the home, hardwood dealer. Oh, my God. What a difference. I mean, you probably <laughs> already know this, but it's just like one of those – it's insane how in, how wonderful this stuff is, and mm -hmm. uh, I, I could go on about it for hours, but we definitely don't have that. So I, I become extremely jaded about ever having to go back into a home center and getting home home center plywood ever again. It just I don't think it's ever going to happen. <laughs> yeah, you know, it's it's got its places. There are certain shop projects that I wouldn't even think you know twice about using it, but uh, you know, and also you know the other thing is it depends on on where you are and who the suppliers are. Sometimes you get pretty decent stuff from the home center but i would say if you're going to be you know if you're if you're a betting man or woman uh <laughs> chances are you're probably going to end up with crap <laughs> so. yes yes it's it's unbelievable even the smell as i'm cutting it is so different than the other stuff but that's formaldehyde anyways, for you buddy take it all in 
Exactly. I'm like, mm, smell that natural formaldehyde. This is wonderful. I'm, I'm embalming myself as we go. <laughs> yeah, it's good so, stuff. And the only other thing I want to I wanted to mention is I received my confirmation that I will be taking the hand planing class with the guy that just beat the living daylights out of those hand planes, uh, Christopher Schwartz. That's uh, in April. If anybody else is interested, I, I know that there's a few more openings, so definitely uh, check it out if you get a chance to. Actually, contact me. We could, we could uh, maybe try to hook up. Well, we would hook up there if you ended up going. Okay, anyway, so Mark, what's going on <laughs> in your shop? <laughs> oh, you know what? It's a little bit slow right now. Um, I'm doing so much video editing that I haven't had much time in the shop, but... The steamer trunk project is is nearly complete. Well, I, I had all the hardware ordered, and I started to install it and realized I bought the wrong stuff. Um, oh, no. Yeah, well, most of it's right. I just have to get a couple different pieces. Uh, but one thing I had fun doing was installing these teeny, teeny, tiny little baby Brad nails for the hardware. Oh, little baby Brad little nails. Little baby. The only way that I could do it, and it took me a while to figure this out, was to get my skinniest, absolute skinniest needle nose pliers that I had to sort of hold them at the end, just at the tip, and then lightly tap them in and get them started. Um, but that was only after I tried about 20 times to fit it in my big uh, sausage fingers. <laughs> oh, I, I, my fingers are just aching as you mentioned that. Well, you know how you, you hold it up to the edge, right? And you grab, your, you grab the hammer and you think like somehow magically if I let go really fast and then swing the That's... hammer really quick, I can hit the head and get it to start. <laughs> right. <laughs> Which in reality is clearly never going to happen. But um, it's, you know, it right. didn't stop me from trying. So <laughs> you, you know what I love is that when you're holding it and then after you bash your fingers a couple of times, you go to the next one and your fingers are so swollen that you know you have to walk away for a couple of days. Yeah, well, the, the needle nose pliers work great. I'm sure. I'm sure the chat room. I'm looking. There's other suggestions going across that we'll have to look out uh, later on. But the needle nose pliers work pretty well. Um, Excellent. Yeah. So that that was one thing that I did. Uh, another thing, I put the finish on the rest of the trunk, and I used a water based pre-cat urethane by general finishes and okay. uh, it went on really well and you know the thing was i most of the time when i use my respirator in the shop i've got the little pink uh particulate uh, filters on there i don't actually have the organic filtration on there and i just wasn't thinking i, I was in the mode I'm, I'm moving along and just put my respirator on went outside and sprayed and i was outside so i wasn't really picking up much of it but it was just enough that like an hour later i started to be like I'm getting a little bit of a headache here, and it reminds me of when I used to work in a refinishing shop where there was just this ever-present, like, lacquer fume uh, smell okay. that was everywhere. Mm -hmm. So you, there's a certain kind of headache that you get there, and uh, and that's what I started to notice. And I'm like, oh, crap. I, I sprayed, like, three or four times without the organic filtration on, so... <laughs> Oh, um, no. <laughs> yeah, you know, I'm not going to keel over and die from it, but it's definitely not something I want to make a habit of doing. But uh had the best intentions, put the respirator on, but just didn't have the right filters, which is wonderful. Oh, man. Oh, nice. Well, it's like reliving the old days. So, you know, you traveled back in time. <laughs> <laughs> something like that. Uh, you know, and the other thing I wanted to do is, you know, occasionally I get cool stuff in the mail. And I figured we mm -hmm. could see uh, what Mark got in the mail this week. And I'm going to show the webcam. Maybe I'll put some pictures in the feed later on. These are the new hold-down clamps. And I showed these at IWF. I did a little video and uh, went to the Lee booth. And they had these uh, these great hold-down clamps. Now, if you guys aren't familiar with Lee, they're the ones who make the D4R dovetail jig, pretty much the Cadillac of dovetail jigs on the market. Uh, mm -hmm. But these are incredibly sweet clamps. These are really cool. They have two different versions. One of them just pops right down into a three-quarter inch dog hole, and you can actually adapt that to different sized holes. And it's just it's got this little cam action clamp that you pop down, 
And this thing is incredibly strong. If you've ever used a D4R jig, you know how good their clamping system is. Uh, and they have this little guy, which is like the little brother, that can either work in a T-track or you could drill a little, you know, get a Forstner bit and drill a little surface hole and you could surface mount this. And the reason I'm so excited about this is I have been having major problems with my workbench lately because it's just not doing what the workbench is supposed to do. So clearly a, a rebuild is is in order at this point. But oh, I don't yes. have, you know, but I don't have the time. So this, these little surface mount clamps are going to be awesome for kind of just getting me out of a bind and, and sort of making up for what I lack in my bench at this point. Okay. Yeah, definitely. So these run about fifty bucks. Uh, they're you know they're not incredibly cheap, but they're in- very well built, and uh, I'm really going to have some fun drilling some holes, some new <laughs> holes in my bench, and, and incorporating these into them. Uh, but they're the Lee little hole down clamps. So check those out. I'll put a link in the show notes too. Nice. Those are pretty sweet looking. Yeah. Oh my yeah. gosh. They're they're a nice addition to a bench, and even if it's an afterthought like it is with mine, it seems like it's really going to be pretty darn helpful. Well, it always seems like some of the best accessories I've ever put on my workbench has always been an afterthought. Like, you know, I probably should put a top on it. That'd probably be good. A top? How about some legs? (laughs) Yeah. Oh, a leg? Yeah. I didn't even think about that one. (laughs) Maybe even a vice, you know? Yeah. Oh, I have plenty of vices, so we're okay. (laughs) There you go. All right. Well, you know what? Let's see what's going on around the web. And you dropped a few things in here. I'll let you start off and we'll go back to mine. Okay. Well, the first thing I'm going to mention, I just came across this today, actually, while I was completely avoiding doing any work at the day job. And I was just kind of curious to see if uh, I could find some great ideas for beginners or anything. And one thing I came across was, we're all familiar with the home center or Lowe's. I'm sure we've all bought some crappy plywood from there before. Mm -hmm. So we've uh, probably visited there. Well, at Lowe's website, they have what's called the Lowe's Creative Ideas uh, website. And uh, they have a whole bunch of online projects for like beginner intermediate and they even have some for advanced woodworkers and these are step-by-step plans for like building projects they include cut lists hardware lists they actually have you know pictures with the instructions and everything nice and it's it's totally free i think at the most you just have to like you know sign up and put like your name and then your email address so that they can send you you know informational stuff quote-unquote informational stuff an endless amount of spam is is what you're trying to say Yeah, it's gardening week once again. (laughs) Right. So, but it was kind of neat because actually when I was looking through the projects, a couple basic ones, of course, you know, like, hey, build a frame. Hey, build a shelf. But in the advanced ones, they actually had, you ever see those like um, uh, art deco uh, um, vanities where like they have like kind of a a waterfall top where it's kind of rolled and everything? Mm -hmm. Well, they, they actually have, that's one of the projects and they show you how to use some of the crappy plywood they have there at the store, and how to make the, uh, the the relief kerf cuts so you can bend it over the front. And it was just kind of a – it's something I wouldn't expect to see from, well, no offense to Lowe's, but Lowe's. Sure, <laughs> so, sure. Well, the good hey. thing about it, Matt, is if, you, if you're buying your plywood from there, it's already halfway bent to the shape you probably need, so <laughs> – that's very. I didn't <laughs> yeah. even think about that one. They're probably like, "Oh, you're making the uh, the vanity." Yeah, that's aisle three. Go ahead and pick it up. It's on discount. It's yep, great. it's already pre bent plywood. Can't ask for more than that. Nice. Okay, right. so that yeah, actually, someone emailed me recently, and uh, I can't remember who it was, uh, but sent me a link to that and said, "This is really a great way of doing a project and and maybe doing something like this for a, a group project." I thought that was a, a fantastic idea. Yeah, it was definitely kind of neat stumbling across that. Totally. Um, you know, speaking of group projects, that, that segues nicely into the uh, Sawmill Creek Forum uh, collaborative project. Did you hear anything or see anything about this lately? You know, I have heard a, a whisper about it, and I, I also heard it from the Wood <laughs> Whisperer. <laughs> yes. Uh, I actually was, was um, 
honored to be asked to participate in this thing. What they're doing is, this is like the fourth time I'm explaining it, but I never explained it on Wood Talk Online. So uh, they are making a keepsake box that is a collaborative project from all the forum members over at Sawmill Creek. And it's going to be passed around from, I don't even know how many people are on the list, but it's quite a few. And each person is going to do a small part of the project and then mail it on to the next person. And I had the, uh, the good fortune of cutting the top of the box off, which if you've ever done that is not... Well, it's one of those things that it's kind of a nail-biter moment in a project mm-hmm. because you just never know. things. If, if anything goes wrong at that point, you're kind of screwed. So it's, it's one thing when it's your project, but when it's someone else's project and there's a whole forum watching the progress of this, <laughs> uh, it really turns the heat up a little bit. So, um, But I took a little video of it, and I've got that up on the website and everything, but it was a real, a real blast to, to be a part of it. And um, I'll put the link in the show notes to the thread that discusses this, and you could follow along because it's, it's actually just started on its journey and will be going around the country to all these different woodworkers. So very, very cool idea. Nice. I was almost afraid it was going to be kind of like you remember that that drinking game Anchorman, where it's like everybody takes a drink, take a drink, and then the last person has to drink like you know the five gallon jug of whatever you're drinking, <laughs> kind of a thing. Right. That's what I suddenly had this picture of how this is going to go. It's like one of those everybody's like, okay, I'm going to put a nail in. Okay, moving on to the next person. <laughs> I'm going to make a saw cut, and it gets to the last guy, and he's like, what the hell is this? I got to build everything. <laughs> yeah, fortunately they've got it broken up really, really nicely, so uh, it's going to be fun to follow. Okay, cool. Hey, you know, something completely funny I saw another kind of uh, as I was killing time today avoiding work. Um, I don't have an iPhone. I think I'm one of the few friends that don't have one. My wife has it. I get to look at it periodically. Yes, that's what she says, too. (laughs) Just kidding. (laughs) As she's actually Twittering my friends and telling them what a loser I am because I don't have one. (laughs) But there's a, uh, uh, of course, there's the iPhone apps and you can get all sorts of different ones. I saw one today that was the iHandy iPhone app and it's $2 and it turns your iPhone into a plumb bob so that you can check things uh, vertically. Okay. Uh, it has a surface level, a bubble level bar. Somehow it becomes a steel protractor and a steel ruler also. And I was just like, I was just trying to convince her before I came down here. I'm like, you got to get it. You got to get it. You got to get it right now so yeah. I can play with it. Well, I'm talking to everybody. <laughs> that is awesome. I've got something like that, but it's just a bubble level and uh, uh, like a yeah surface level and a bubble level. So I don't know if this is the same thing because I, I definitely don't have a steel protractor or steel ruler, and I don't really know how they're going to pull that off. But yeah, yeah, I, I don't understand the ruler one, the the, the protractor thing. I guess that they're saying like you just set the phone on the edge and somehow it reads it and gives you your angle. I'm, I'm not sure. That I was curious about that too. I'm like. How cool would that be if it turned into a, like a, a pencil and you could just write <laughs> stuff with it too? Well, that's still pretty cool though. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah. So that was that was pretty neat. And then one last thing I just wanted to mention, kind of a service announcement maybe, I guess. You know, there's so many times that we, we, we get DVDs or we get some fun stuff like calendars and everything. And I thought it was kind of neat. <laughs> Again, maybe I'm just completely ignorant. I'm the only one not reading the uh, description on stuff. Mm-hmm. But apparently uh, proceeds from Lee Valley's 16-month calendar, they actually donate all those proceeds. So if you happen to buy one, and they have a pretty darn good, cool-looking calendar. Yeah. Um, all sorts of neat stuff on there. If you buy one, they actually donate all that money, sure, to a Canadian um, uh, uh, charity or something. Because I think last year they said the Nature Conservancy, which I'm not familiar with that one. Mm-hmm. But – you know, hey, if it, if it benefits, it benefits. Right. And the other one is uh, I know for a fact that um, our very own Chris Schwartz was beating the living daylights out of those poor defenseless hand planes tonight. <laughs> uh, apparently the sale of just about all of Chris's DVDs 
um, go on to benefit uh, charities such as the Early American Industrial Association Endowment Fund and the Roger Cliff Memorial Fund, which provides tuition assistance to students attending the Mark Adams School of Woodworking. And I, I just thought that was so neat. So if you uh, you know happen to pick up one of his DVDs or something, you're not only benefiting yourself, but apparently you're benefiting others. Oh, wait, I need that note. Okay. So anyways, that's it. <laughs> now that's awesome. You know what though? Um, all of my DVDs on my website, if you purchase them, they go to, uh, to help the Mark Spagnolo uh, economic relief fund, which is a very, very important thing. That's one that's very, very dear to my heart. It's right. It's actually <laughs> the second one on my list next to the Vanderlist, uh, and you know, thing. <laughs> right. Endowment for helping Matt get out of trouble. Yes, exactly. The Matt endowment fund. Okay, uh, you know what, let's go into a little bit of news. There's not a whole lot going on, but I did see um, someone else sent me an email and actually took some pictures outside of this because it was such a big deal. And uh, the Woodworking <laughs> Magazine blog, uh, uh, Chris posted about this as well. And that is the opening of the Roy Underhill School in Pittsburgh, North Carolina. Oh, yes. So um, if you want to go learn how to do things the old-fashioned way, it sounds like you're going to have a place to be able to do that. Actually, I think it's a really, really cool idea. Um, it looks like it's just in a little strip mall or something like that. And, um, I mean, yeah. it's, it's Roy Underhill teaching woodworking out. You know, it doesn't get a whole lot better than that. <laughs> yeah, I saw that he even had, like, a table saw in there that's foot-powered, you yeah. know, just for, I guess, making cross-cuts or something. Supposedly, it's, like, completely 1930s era is kind of what he's going for, but... I did hear that he's got a bar right behind it. So apparently if you get fed up with everything, just walk around the back and get a beer. <laughs> I know. I just, I thought, I think the concept is cool. I think it would be kind of, not to knock it at all, but I would think it would be a fun novelty class to kind of take. I don't know what I would really bring back from it, but um, I, right. sh- I shouldn't knock it, you know, till I try it. But, uh, you know, just guessing from what I know of the show, but it looks incredibly fun. And the good thing is if you, you want to get on um, Roy's mailing list, you can actually send him smoke signals or uh, <laughs> send him a message via Pony Express uh, or, or a tin can on a string, one or the other. Oh, that's what actually we use for recording this show. So we should probably connect it over to Roy's and we'll be all set. <laughs> yeah, but actually they did post an email address. He does have an email. It's at uh, woodwrightroy at gmail.com and you can get on his mailing list and hopefully they'll they'll have a website soon where you could sign up for classes and see what the schedule is. Sweet. Yeah, it definitely looks fun. I, it, it, I think it would be a, a nice vacation for everybody. So Definitely. Cool. Absolutely. Yeah. Sweet. I think we should move on to Hot Deals. Hot Deals. That sounds good to me. Go ahead. All right. Well, the first one I came across, of course, Woodcraft is having their one-day-only sale this Saturday, as we're recording this, would be this Saturday, February 28th, and they got like three different brackets of uh, uh, deals that you can get. I guess they have 10% off like power tools and everything in the store, which put the little asterisk up there, and then you can read the fine print yourself someplace mm-hmm. else. Uh, 15% off finishes and glues, carving tools, wood, book DVDs, and router bits, and then 20% off all hardware, fasteners, pen kits, dust collection, accessories, with, of course, like I said, the little asterisk, there will always be exceptions somewhere along the line. Oh, yeah. So, and of course, this is all in-store only, one day only, uh, no online orders. So uh, if you have a wood, woodcraft near you and you want to so, you know, get some supplies and everything, it might be a good time to head there. I will probably go Friday night before the sale starts and spend more money. So. <laughs> there you go. Nice. Um, you know what? I'll take this next one real quick because it looks easy okay. enough. Uh, Highland Woodworking has the Steel City Bandsaw, 14-inch, 1.5 horsepower with a mobile base plus a rip fence and a 12-inch height attachment. 12-inch height attachment? Like a riser block? 
Yeah, yeah, it, that's exactly what it is. I was kind of like the twelve inch. I thought they only had a six inch or something, but okay, twelve yeah. inches. Wow. So yeah, what are they, what are they trying to saw in a fourteen inch bandsaw? That's <laughs> yeah. kind of crazy. I guess another fourteen inch bandsaw. <laughs> Apparently, yes, yeah, so you could fit a whole another one under there. That's that, still though. That's pretty cool. Uh, regular price they have listed is nine eighty nine eighty or ninety seven, and uh, sale price is six ninety nine ninety nine. And also there is free shipping for orders over a hundred dollars. And uh, we'll have the link in the show notes. That's actually not a bad deal. And you know what? I even have a picture. Look at this. Oh, hey. Did it go? Did it work? Yeah, look I at that. I just see you. Oh, there it is. Yeah, see that? That's the oh. bandsaw. That's right off That's of Highland nice... Woodworking's page. Look at the technology I'm throwing out there. I'm really Wow, this is insane. I'm really throwing down today. Hey, you know what I missed? I'm... I missed um I missed this. What'd you there? My... Roy oh. Underhill. Oh, there he is. There he is, St. Roy. Yep, definitely visit him at his new website, and he'll hit you over the head with that mallet if you don't like pow- uh, hand tools. Yeah, he'll smack you right in the head. Okay, I can go back to the webcam now. <laughs> I'm done having okay. fun. <laughs> All right, now, one last one, of course. Let's head back over to Woodcraft because apparently they're offering free shipping on orders of $75 or more uh, if you order – Oh, $75 or more. And if you order any dust collection accessories, by the 27th, they're 25% off. But like I said, that's all going to change on Saturday. Um, it goes to 20%. Just visit woodcraft.com and you'll see the things there. And of course, we'll have links in the show notes. <laughs> there you go. Sounds good to me. Uh, you know what? We do have one voicemail that we can do right now. If, okay. you, are, uh, if you are ready, and I am ready, I think we can go okay. for it. This is from Let's James. James has a question about uh, panel saws and track saws. Ooh. Hey, Mark, Matt, this is James, the CPW here in California. I had a question for you about the uh, not only the DeWalt track saw, but also the Fast Tool track saw. I've been considering a panel saw and uh, have oftentimes tried to justify it and never really could. But I've been looking at the track saws. I even made my own track saw out of the uh, kits that they have. But I'm looking at this uh, latest video you did showing both the Fast Tool and the DeWalt track saw. wanted to hear from you and decide... Uh, should that be a good investment to make instead of a panel saw if you're doing cabinetry work and you want to cut large sheet goods and make uh, cabinets out of it? Is that a good alternative or is it really just a uh, half-assed uh, substitute for the real thing? Interested in hearing both of what you have to say about it and appreciate everything you guys do. Great shows as always. Take care. Okay, that is a, uh, a really good question because I think if mm-hmm. you're um – you know, if you're, uh, well, even hobbyist, but I would say if you're a semi-pro or pro shop and you're really moving a lot of sheet goods through the shop, that's going to be a valid question. To, to, you know, can that hold its own against a panel saw? Um, right. I would say hands down, absolutely yes. And, and, and go ahead. Oh, I was gonna, I'm going to back you up and say yes also. I was going to do an echo. Yes. <laughs> yes, 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 yes. yes. Um, <laughs> yeah, if, if, uh, if you don't mind, I'll just jump into a couple of reasons. Um, no, go for it. Now, track saws in in general, I think, compared to a panel saw, are going to provide actually quite a few advantages. Now, I'm very much in favor of of the track saw style of cutting down sheet goods, so I may leave a few things out that that a panel saw might have over track saws, but um, yeah, if I do, just correct me, but... uh, Okay. So a few things. First of all, cut quality. Um, you know, most of the time, these panel saws aren't necessarily going to have any sort of a, a zero clearance or splinter guard or anything like that. So you're sort of just ripping straight up, straight, you know, cross-cutting across a sheet of plywood, which means you're going to get a fair amount of tear out. 
off of those things, which you will not get with a track saw uh, system. You're going to get perfectly good um, table saw quality cuts uh, right off that thing. So cut quality is a, is a major plus on the track saws. Uh, of course, there's portability. Uh, obviously, you can't pick that panel saw up and just move it around because the footprint on that thing is huge. <laughs> you know, so you'll at least you could pick up your track, you could pick up your saw and just move anywhere you need to go on a job site, off a job site, anywhere in your shop where it's convenient to make the cut. You could bring the tool to the wood. Um, so I think that's another big bonus uh, versus versatility. Right. You can cut any angle. You can cut it anywhere. And, you know, you can whatever you need to do. If you can draw the line on the piece of, of sheet good you could drop that straight edge right down on there and make that cut because you're using a circular saw to do it and not something that's on a fixed uh, in a fixed position. Right. Um, then, of course, price. Uh, you can compare them to you know the lower quality, even the homemade ones. Uh, you may wind up being cheaper going for you know let's say uh, the Festool system or something. I can't remember the price off the top of my head, but you're certainly not going to be dropping four thousand, five thousand, up to tens of thousands of dollars for the really, really high-end models of, uh, of um, uh, panel saws. So price is definitely a factor there as well. Uh, accuracy, of course, I, I think if you have a line and you could lay a track right on that line and make the cut perfectly dead onto that line, that's a good thing. And I think lining it up, especially on the lower-cost model panel saws, getting a dead-on perfect cut is, is going to be a little bit of a, a tricky thing. And then, of course, the bottom line is it's a circular saw. So anything you could do with a circular saw, you could certainly do with one of these plunge saws and you know, it just makes it that much more uh, versatile in the shop. So I would say, hands down, I can't really think of a great reason to go for a panel saw if I were starting up a brand-new shop. Yeah, no, I can't either because you know, just recently I had a chance to uh, play with the, uh, the, the track saw and I, for all the reasons that you listed, 100% in total agreement, the only thing I could possibly see, and this could easily be set up, you know, you could, you could have a jig or something. Being the short guy that I am, I couldn't reach all the way across my four-foot wide panel, so I was almost <laughs> leaning on top of it, and so I'd actually have to walk around to the other side, grab it, and then kind of pull it towards me to finish the cut kind of a thing. Yeah. But that's the only thing I could see what's an advantage to cross-cutting on a panel saw. But if that's the only advantage... Uh, that's not much of an advantage if you really think about it. Yeah, so. and, I, and I would think if you're a one-man shop, that's kind of where my perspective is coming from here. It, it's one thing because space, price, all those things are consideration. But if you're a if you're a larger outfit and you've got the room and you've got a bunch of guys working in the shop uh, or gals, and you 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 know something like a panel saw, a really good high-end panel saw, kind of makes it probably makes more sense for that sort of workflow setup. Um, but right. I'm I'm really coming from the perspective and assuming that James is also coming from that perspective of a single person shop, and and to me that's where it makes a little bit more, quite a bit more sense. Yeah, absolutely, I I, I agree there. the The other thing I was thinking that I, I really like about the track saw uh, versus like a panel saw, I I guess you could do this with the panel saw. Is in, we've seen in the demonstrations where because the the saw can actually go up to what a thickness of like about two inches or so, I think is what you can cut at the same time. Mm-hmm. Okay, you could actually double up sheets of plywood, and again, you can get that same angle on both of them. You're killing two birds with one stone. You're getting it out of the way. That to me is a huge one because how many times like. Like a project I'm working on right now, I've got consecutive pieces that I've got a whole bunch that all have to be cut at the same size. And if I can double up some sheets and make a cut at the same time, kill two, three birds with one stone, man, I am there because it's going to save me that time and all the other reasons that you listed. So yeah. definitely. And I love killing birds. So 
Yeah, well, I'm I, I love animals. I so I, I don't know. We're gonna have to talk after, off the show. I think. Uh, yeah, I, I love animals too, but uh, except for cats. Cats are disease vermin. Okay, we oh. have. A, I'm gonna drop that. Uh, we have a Tom's tip ready to roll here, and everybody Sweet. loves Tom's tip because because of the uh, the new music in the beginning is is a love hit. It. Uh, love yeah. it. Love a really catchy jingle. Soon to be downloadable on iTunes for ninety nine cents. <laughs> that's not true at all okay uh tom's tip he's got something for us here concerning uh chemicals shop chemicals and uh well actually it covers a lot of things so l- let's listen to it tom's tips that's right i said tom's tips i didn't say tom's lips i said tom's tips hello everyone it's tom iavino from tom's workbench and it's time for another one of tom's tips In today's world, everyone is going green. Cities, counties, and waste haulers in many locations are trying clever and creative ways to keep dangerous things out of the waste stream. One of the best ways to do this is with a swap, a household chemical swap. Fertilizers, cleansers, chemicals, and wood finishes are frequently collected at these locations and in many cases offered a new life with a new user. Check to see if such a facility exists. You may be surprised what kind of wood finishes you can find for free in these places. If you want to discover more clever, useful, or even somewhat coherent tips, check out my blog at tomsworkbench.com or visit any of the other great blogs that belong to the Wood Whisperer Network at twwnetwork.com. There you go. Now, the good thing is you can get finishes for cheap, but the the bad thing is they're half cured and full of dirt. <laughs> so. Oh, a big filter and a, a you know, just push that baby through. You're all set. <laughs> that that might just work. But uh, as always, a wonderful tip from our good buddy Tom over at Tom's Workbench. Tom's the thank man. you, Tom. Yeah, sweet. All right. We got another editor's tip here uh, from Chris over there at Pop Woodworking. Nice. Uh, one of the advantages of uh, being uh, associated with uh, the folks over there at Pop Woodworking and Woodworking Magazine, which we're still very excited about. Absolutely. Now, is this going to be one about hammers and which ones work best on hand planes? Yeah, or? it just might be. I don't know. Let's see what he has to say. Cool. This is Christopher Schwarz, popular Woodworking Magazine. And here are some of our best tips from our shop in Cincinnati, Ohio. Why I love rust erasers. If you like tools, then I bet you hate rust. And that's one of the reasons to buy a couple inexpensive Sandflex hand blocks. They're made by Klingspore Abrasives. These blocks of rubberized abrasive can remove the bloom of rust from all your tools. They come in coarse, medium, and fine grits. I have all three grits, but I think you can get away with the coarse and the medium. In addition to removing rust, these things are great at removing pitch from tools, too. Whenever I have a buildup of pitch on my hand plane's chip breaker or on my joiner knives, a few swipes with a hand block and I'm back down to gleaming bare metal. That means shavings eject cleanly and my edge tools last longer. And the hand blocks themselves last for years and years. Awesome, awesome tip. Nice. I, I love those little Santaflex hand block thingies. They're, they're, they're just so nice. Do you, actually, <laughs> do you have some of those? I don't even have any. Um, I had one. I don't know what happened to it. <laughs> I had it around here someplace. But, yeah, it worked fantastic. I, I, I really liked it for uh, most of the reasons that Chris was talking about and also just because I thought it looked cool. So. <laughs> Very cool, man. That's awesome. <laughs> All right. Uh, you know what else we have here? Now, this is – I probably should have mentioned this in the beginning as a cliffhanger to make sure people stuck around till the end. But if you left already, yeah, 
Oh, too bad. What are you going to do? Okay, uh, we have an awesome giveaway. And this is something that came as a, a result of having uh, Chuck Bender on the show, uh, his interview on the show. And he was in the chat room last week or what was it, two weeks ago already. And, yeah, and actually, before we started the show, he was in tonight, too. I don't know if he's still in there. It doesn't look like he is. But... I see his name, though. Are you in there, Chuck? Yeah. Say hey, hello. Chuck, you're on? Hello, Chuck. Now, you know what? I don't, he doesn't have to be there for us to do this. But um, right. Okay, well, Chuck, very generously. Yep, there yes, there's Chuck. Okay, Chuck very generously offered a giveaway, and this is going to be pretty darn cool, so listen up, and hopefully I won't screw up the details here. We are going to have a workshop class giveaway, and Chuck is the instructor of that class at the uh, Acanthus Workshop, and you can go to uh, www.acanthus.com, that's A-C-A-N-T-H-U-S.com. The idea here is we're going to be giving away a class. And the winner of this contest will choose from a weekend fundamentals class offered by the Acanthus Workshop uh, during the dates and times specified on the website. And, and I'll, I'll put the links and everything in the show notes. I don't want to go through all of it right here. Uh, all materials in the class are included. And this is the, the, it looks like there's three different classes that he has offered. Fundamentals 1, 2, and 3. Uh, Fundamentals 1 is a Saturday and Sunday skill-driven class based solely on hand tools. That's awesome. Nice. Uh, Fundamentals 2 is a Saturday and Sunday class based entirely on power tools where the students make a small footstool. That's even more awesomer. Mm-hmm. Fundamentals 3 is a Friday, Saturday, and Sunday class which blends the two and the students make a one-drawer shaker stand. That's even even more nice. awesomer. Awesome. Than, awesomer? Even more awesomer than the awesomer one. Nice. <laughs> okay, so now to top it off here, Popular Woodworking is going to be um, putting $200 toward your food and travel expenses, and anything beyond the 200 bucks is on you, um, but depending on where you live, that certainly may be enough to cover a large portion of your expenses to get there. Um, right. The, uh, his shop is located in East Coventry, Pennsylvania. Did I give that right? East Coventry? I, I, um, I do believe so. And how, how far is that from Philly? That's a good question. I'm curious. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm not, not so sure. I'm from sure. Jersey, and no. I, don't, I don't know much about PA. Yeah. Hey. Anyway, we'll figure all that yeah. out. <laughs> Let's not do it right now. <laughs> so, I suddenly got lost there. I'm looking at the uh, the chat room stuff, and I'm like, what? Oh, wait, huh? What? Yeah, that, that's very, <laughs> that can happen very easily. So uh, what we're going to do is have a contest. It's going to run from now until uh, 5 p.m. Eastern on March 10th. We'll announce it on the next show. And the contest is open to everyone but me, you, and anybody who has anything to do with the setup of this whole contest. So, uh, no. Well, in that case, I quit. See you later, everybody. (laughs) Matt Matt wants a shot. Sorry, we need a new host now. Is anybody available? Okay, so the idea here, and it's basically trivia. Okay, so we have a bunch of questions, and I'm not going to go through them here, but they're trivia questions about uh, me, about Matt, about Chuck, about uh, some of the guys at Pop Woodworking, Chris, and... um, and, and, uh, and, Huey and, and yeah, and Glenn and, uh, Bob and, and Bob. Else. And I think that's it though. Uh, basically it's a bunch of dudes <laughs> and you have to, you have to, <laughs> it's basically personal trivia. Some, some of it's personal, but some of it is, uh, you know, I guess it's all the bottom line is it's all stuff you could either Google or you could find easily on our blogs and websites. And the bottom line is you got to work for it. This is not an easy thing to do. So here's how they're going to pick the winners. Um, whoever gets the most answers right wins. If multiple people get them all right, then it's going to be a random draw of those people. Um, so pretty straightforward. And you'll be able to send in your um, your answers to woodtalkonline at acanthus.com. 
and we'll put that in the show notes as well with the questions because you need those. And uh, it that sounds like a pretty awesome contest. I mean, it's going to be hard, but pretty darn cool. Yeah, definitely. Well, the more I'm looking at it, since I was accidentally given the answers, I guess that really makes sure that I, even if I quit, I can't get into it. So that <laughs> would just be cheating. But yeah, this is definitely a lot of fun. So uh, definitely, Chuck, thanks a lot for uh, you and the guys over at Popular Woodworking for getting, coming up with this great idea. I mean, that's, that's those are some sweet classes looking at that. I, yeah, I mean, I yeah, a lot of people go, there. a lot of people look at the, the folks who do reproduction work and they just go, how do I get into that? How, like, where do I even start with that? And, right. you know, his his school is the way to get get your foot in the door and get get a good taste of it so that you can take that to the next level and start doing it yourself. Um, so thank you, Chuck. We really appreciate you offering that. And thank you, Popular Woodworking, for uh, footing the you know part of the travel and uh, food expense. And um, Matt and I will be contributing no money to this because we don't have any. That's right. Yeah. yeah. Because remember, we have those endowment funds that are supposed to be helping us. <laughs> that's true. That's true. Um, but you, we, we will give you a round of applause and wish you good luck. Um, but honestly, whoever goes, it would be great if you could tell, you know, tell us all about it. And maybe we'll even have them on the show to tell us about their experience. I definitely like that idea. That sounds like that will be our contribution to this whole entire thing. You, there you can go. have an opportunity to come on. Just don't tell us the bad stuff. <laughs> yeah. And, and yeah. And don't make us too jealous because that sounds like it's going to be an awesome, awesome class. Right, definitely. So there you go. We'll give you all the details in the show notes. It'll be available on my site, on on Matt's site, on uh, yep. Chuck's site, and on Popular Woodworking. Anywhere you go, you'll be able to find the questions and have your chance at winning a free class. Very, very right, cool so, stuff. So good luck to all of you. Uh, definitely, definitely worth checking out. Sweet. Absolutely. And well, again, I, that's really quickly. Just want to plug his website, acanthus.com, A-C-A-N-T-H-U-S.com. Check it out. Right. And even if you don't want to get into the contest, definitely check out his, his, his furniture, his projects. And if you have a chance, pop over there and take a class. It looks like a lot of fun. So, yes, sweet, good stuff. Very oh. good stuff. Well, I According think we are, to my list here it looks like we're all through. everything. We're done, man. I think we're uh, we are done. And if you want, you can give them the contact information and we'll close this puppy out. All right. Well, in that case, if you've heard something today that you want to comment on or you heard something or you didn't hear something that you want us to talk about, one way or the other, get a hold of us, woodtalkonline at gmail.com, or you can pick up the phone and leave us a voicemail, and that is at 623-242-2450. And as always, just like all the other great stuff, you'll find it at our website in the show notes where you can just look it up yourself anytime you want to. Absolutely. So thanks, everybody, for listening. Thanks to everybody in the chat room. Our numbers are climbing every week, which is pretty cool. Um, now we, we have, like, at least six people in the chat room. Well, wait, me, you, okay, four, so. <laughs> Actually, we're like 60-something in the chat room and uh, over 80 on the, the stream, so that's, that's we're getting better, but that's pretty cool. Wow, nice, so, yeah. sweet, thanks for stopping by, everyone. Definitely, thank you very much, and uh, Matt, you and I will reconvene in about two weeks and uh, have some safe woodworking until then. That's right, you take care. Take care, everybody. See ya.